KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Let's talk about the economy, and there is a lot on the agenda, unemployment claims, inflation, and much, much more. As always, we check in with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice of Villanova School of Business. Give a listen. So let's talk uh, unemployment claims for last week. 547,000 came in lower than expected. You know, after that big drop last week, I think it's very heartening. Still a huge number. We don't want to act like it's all unicorns and rainbows, but... After you had that big jump, a couple, big drop rather, a couple weeks ago, to follow that with another drop, even if it's not as significant, uh, we are really, I think it's safe to say, trending in the right direction now significantly. You are correct, Matt. We are trending in the right direction. And even though the revision was only 10,000 last week, up, that's not a lot. We've seen revisions as high as 100,000. So there's two factors there. Uh, the unemployment claims are falling to a pandemic low. And then the revisions from week to week are not as high as they were during the summer months of 2020. I've started to see when we get the jobs report for April, I know we, I think we had 916,000 jobs in the last one. There's some talk that we could see over a million jobs created. We could see at least a million, if not more. I think it'll be anywhere in the range of 800,000 to a million, which is still good. Uh, it's going to be all kinds of jobs, part-time jobs, full-time jobs. It's going to be, uh, I guess, seasonal work as we start to see some of the resort areas open up. And I'm seeing that they're having problems trying to find help uh, as well. Yeah, to that point, I'm reading a lot now about hospitality, specifically like your fast food restaurants, uh, struggling to get people to work. Just anecdotally, everywhere I drive around, every place is hiring. Every drive through you go through, they're hiring. They're having open interviews, like just show up and interview. How unusual is this to kind of have this type of worker shortage for the, these types of jobs? It's unusual because it's a pandemic. So traditionally in your in your uh, fast food areas, the, the, the chains, if you will, throughout the United States, there were two kinds of workers for the most part. There was the people who were senior citizens and those who were already retired that wanted to go back to work for a few hours a week or a few hours a day. And then younger people, people in high school, uh, 15 to 18 in that range. Well, some of the older people may not want to go back because of COVID. And that's understandable because they could be at risk. Some of the younger people are not going bad because maybe their parents are saying to them, we don't want you to go back. We don't want you to be uh, in- infected. And also students at this stage of the game are taking their uh, chances and saying, well, I'm just going to go back to school. I'm going to try and learn as much as I can and get other skills so I don't have to go to the fast food industry. I also think what's going to happen is, uh, is going to be a more automation. You're going to see a lot more of that in the next five years. That will create a lot of good tech jobs and high paying tech jobs. It won't create the lower tech jobs that we've talked about, the ones that are $15 and below. So that's where that, that wage gap comes in, Matt. But do you think, and I agree with you in the long term, but in the short term, could we see the packages these places are offering improve to, to get 
workers in the door, maybe instead of $11 an hour, maybe they get up to that magic 15 we've been talking about. Maybe there is some paid time off where there wasn't. I mean, they're going to need, they need people now. Could we see kind of a, you know, the tide rise almost across the board to, to try to address this shortage? Absolutely. The, the points you're bringing up are true. It's going to be based on supply and demand. It's not only going to be just wages, but as you said, will they offer any other kinds of benefits? Will they offer time off? Will they offer some kind of other incentives after a few months work? And I do see that not just the fast food places, but all the convenience stores are starting little by little to increase their uh, hourly wages. Uh, we're, we're coming now in the summertime, which means tourism. Some people will spend time at the at the beach at the Poconos. So that's going to take away some of the uh, labor force here because some people some people who have second homes are saying, let's spend the entire summer down down in Avalon or, or Atlantic City or Ocean City, and those jobs. I think are going to be met. We're going to have a problem in the Delaware Valley. There's going to be a little bit of a gap happening in the next couple months. We've talked a lot about inflation uh, as we've kind of talked about the economy coming back, uh, you know, as we hopefully emerge from this pandemic. And I was, we've seen some surveys where three quarters, eight out of 10 people are at least, uh, you know, somewhat concerned about things costing more about inflation. Does that surprise you? And what do you have to say about that? Well, it doesn't surprise me because the estimates for GDP are going to be at least six and a half percent. So anytime you go from three percent to six and a half percent for GDP, you double GDP. That means consumption is increasing. Anytime you give stimulus money, there's going to be an increase in consumption. I do think that that Jerome Powell, our Fed Reserve chairperson, is actually looking at a temporary temporarily rise in the inflation rate. Uh, He said once we recover from the pandemic, he will see it stabilized. And they're doing everything in their power to try to keep that inflation in the two to two and a half percent range. Do you agree with, do you think, what are your thoughts about the inflation? You've kind of spelled this out before, but you think in the short term, yeah, but not anything to get economically worried about? I think in the short term to say inflation will be two, two and a half, maybe even three percent. Now, I do think that the Fed, by slashing interest rates to near zero, uh, by buying one hundred and twenty billion dollars a month in Treasury debt uh, to starve off the economic pain that we had last year. I I think that that will help with inflation not getting to four or five percent. We need to keep inflation between two, two and a half. I like to see it go to three percent because wages aren't going three percent percent a year. In fact, a lot of places have stabilized and, and said, we're not going to pay a raise in 2020. And they're looking at 2021 saying maybe they're not going to pay a raise this year as well. There is going to be some pain. There was pain at the pump, but some of that I think has has lessened now. I've seen the prices come down. Now, obviously, it's going to go back up because Memorial Day is coming. July 4th is coming. We've talked a lot about the American Rescue Plan. We've talked a lot about the infrastructure proposal that President Joe Biden has put forth. We've talked a lot about the spending. Now we're starting to hear some talk about how to pay for it all. And the president's proposed uh, almost doubling capital gains tax rate on the wealthy. Uh, Talk a little bit. First of all, what is capital gains? I think it's a thing people hear in headlines. They hear pundits talk about. But maybe when you break it down, they don't quite understand what that uh, addresses. What is capital gains tax rate? 
Sure. So some people that may own stocks, individual stocks, and then if it if stock declares a capital gain and uh, at the end of the of the calendar year, uh, you'll have to report that on your income taxes. Now, I, I always say to people, make sure you have enough deductions to balance out any of your gains from capital gains, dividends, interest. Uh, the same thing with corporations. The corporate corporate tax was going to was proposed to increase the corporate tax as as well. I think. From what we've said in the past, you and I, I it's going to be I, where it ends up. I'm not sure, but it's going to go back up to what we call um, the levels that President Trump, President Reagan and President Kennedy lowered it. But the other presidents just raised it back to where it would have been anyway. I'm not making light of it. I'm just saying that that the capital gains tax is very serious for those who own lots and lots of stock. That's why you saw Wall Street go completely bonkers yesterday. They've settled down. Uh, the babies have settled down on Wall Street a little bit, if I can use that term. Uh, but, you know, they've had it pretty good on Wall Street for a long time. Do you think we could see other taxes raise? And is it going to be, you think, laser focused on the wealthy? I think it will. There's one tax that's not being talked about that's being proposed, but I think they're using this as a bargaining chip. It's called a transaction tax. So that means all your financial advisors out there, if you call them up and say, you know, I think I need to take $10,000 out uh, for my my IRA this year or my deferred compensation program, there's going to be a charge for every transaction. I still think they're using it as a bargaining chip to try to get the capital gains tax High. It was, if I can relate it this way, um, during Mayor Nutter's term as as mayor, he said, if I don't get a sugar tax in, I'm going to raise your real estate tax, you know, sugary drink tax. And that was a bargaining chip. Same thing they do with the Senate, the same thing the Biden administration is doing. They're throwing out three or four different taxes. And I think the one that they really want to stick is the capital gains tax. Anything else you're keeping an eye on uh, economically here, indicators or just sectors you're, you're looking at? Well, I was looking at mortgage rates because a few people called me uh, from various publications saying the the interest rates are going up. I said, you can't look at it from week to week. You need a trend one month, three months, six months. I think the mortgage rates did go up. They just reacted to what was happening in the markets last week. They've stabilized again this week. But I still see lots of activity in the construction industry. Small contractors, medium contractors. I see a lot of places that closed down during the pandemic that are maybe restructuring. Restaurants are now reopening because they're starting to get some of that American rescue plan. I'm also seeing a lot of the townships I noticed in their meeting agendas for their for their elected officials. They're starting to contract with a lot of civil engineers to do lots of plans for sanitary sewers, storm sewers, roads, bridges, because they're waiting for that American rescue plan to come in next month. So I think the summertime is going to be not just hot weather wise, but it's going to be hot for a lot of things in the Delaware Valley when it comes to the economics. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.